Panagiotis, can you hear me? Yeah, man. Hi, David. How are you? I'm very good. Welcome to our show, Panagiotis. Thank you very much for having me, David. Uh, am I pronouncing uh, correctly? First thing? Yeah, I don't think you're going to get it, man. It's Panagiotis, so, but Panagiotis is still yeah, good enough. Panagiotis. Yeah. So you, yeah. I just have, ah. I yeah, just have to get rid of the G, no? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a hammer. <laughs> Okay, uh, so you are a guitar uh, <clears throat> sorry, and voice uh, of Arcadian Child. Uh, yeah, you come uh, all the way from uh, Cyprus. Uh, I mean, you can maybe start uh, talking a bit about the band. I mean, you exist since a uh, couple of years. I mean, at least uh, yeah. years. Yeah, since 2017, actually. Like, uh, like you said, we come from Cyprus. Uh, four guys, three of us from Limassol. One of uh, the drummers from Nicosia, the capital. We play our own version of psychedelic rock, which is infused with uh, our cultures, you know, uh, music and roots, mm-hmm. uh, especially the third album. At least before COVID, we, we tried to tour as much as possible. We have been in a European tour last year, last November. I saw you I saw you at Tsukunft, uh, at uh, Tiffin. Yeah, Tiffin, uh, yeah we uh, passed from Berlin. Berlin as well. It was a really good gig. We had some plans to travel again. You mean in light of the release of the album, but unfortunately, COVID happened. Uh, we have to postpone everything, hopefully, for, until you know, uh, fall of 2021, if not later. We have three albums out, all of them are available, available online, uh, except probably Superphonica, which is sold out. Proto Psycho is still there, are some copies left. You can get them either from our Bandcamp uh, page or through our uh, labels uh, page, which is Cosmic Artifact, uh, based in Germany as well. Mm-hmm. This is the short story of Arcadian Child. It's uh, it looks to me. I mean, you released uh, uh, as you said last year uh, in uh, in fall, uh, Proto Psycho. Especially in that uh, album, uh, it looked like uh, you really embraced uh, more psychedelic, uh, and I would say in comparison to Superphonica and to the first one that I can't remember the title. Uh, you embraced um, also like uh, heavy. Uh, I found you, let's say, a bit heavier and more psychedelic. What happened in between? Did you did you change dealer or whatever? <laughs> so actually, it was it was a conscious decision to do that. Uh, I have to say that we changed uh, drummers between the second and third album. Costandinos joined the band. That was a chance for us to explore, you know, darker paths, uh, heavier paths as well. Our new drummer is much more heavier than the, our previous one. So we thought that that was a good chance for us to, you know, explore the heavier side uh, of our music. It actually felt pretty natural, to be honest, uh, mm-hmm. having Cusandinos uh, behind the drums. I'm not sure if, if, if this comes through, but we try to give, you know, the, the live vibe we have during our live gigs uh, in the album. So there's a, a sort of jam feel like in the album, you know, the big bridges, uh, the psychedelic solos, the big intros especially, let's say, in uh, Snake Charm, which uh, opens the, the album as well. It's mm-hmm. something that was done purposefully uh, because we wanted to, you know, uh, transcend the, li- the the vibe that we feel while we play the music live uh, to the audience. Of course, there, there is some uh, element uh, as well of, um, for my ear at least, of uh, traditional music. Uh, it, is this coming straight from uh, Cyprus or uh, from the area? Or wh- how do you see these sounds? Yeah, I would say it's from the broader region. Uh, you know, we've got the Anatolian scales, which are not predominantly Cypriot. 
you have a fusion of Cypriot, Greek music, Arab music, even Turkish music uh, in the scales. But the key to us is to, you know, uh, mix it up and blend it with the Western psych. And yeah, I mean, the, the results, at least in how we feel it, is what you hear in ProCycle. How does the um, how do you com- conceive uh, songs uh, and also develop them normally? Do you do you have a live approach as you said or yeah, pretty much yeah. I mean, uh, I I compose the you know the the raw the raw material let's say, which is pretty much just a song just some riffs or you know a hook on the guitar on the acoustic guitar that is because we feel that. If it sounds good on just the acoustic guitar, then probably you've got some material that you can develop uh, with the band and then to this, and then later on in the studio. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, especially in the third album, that was something that uh, became pretty apparent to us. We feel like we can create music by just jamming on the riff, jamming on the on the main melody in the hook. Obviously, we do have a vision and and we've got something in our heads about how the sound is gonna sound uh, eventually. And but yeah, we jam around that notion, and yeah, this is pretty much how ProCycle was uh, composed. I mean, you already have had an idea uh, when you started the album. Or for instance, how did you choose the cover? Was something yeah, related so, to it? Yeah, actually, uh, I have to say that we do have a really good team, apart from the main, the core band members. We we had the same producer for all three albums. And we had the same guy doing our posters and our artworks for Superphonica and ProPsych as well. They're actually very good friends of us. And that really helps us to communicate our vision and our, you know, uh, what we have in mind about both the, the album sonically and as visually as well. So we talked with Spiros, which is, uh, the, who is the guy who, you know, um, mm-hmm. curated the, the, the artwork. It was actually very purposefully done and very purposefully visualized if you like because as you correctly pointed out the the album is darker it's heavier so we wanted to move from the colorful uh you know spiral psychedelia, of no? yeah of psychedelia of, of at least the conventional psychedelia to something mm. much more uh vintage which is the sound of the album as well but also you know surreal again because you you know got the, the double vision coming out of the artwork as well i guess you take care of lyrics uh... yeah i do It's actually pretty descriptive. It's like a narrative, but uh, it's uh, it's sort of something someone telling a story. It pretty much describes what we live. Uh, I mean, the the period we live in. I do believe it's quite current, and it's no, it's not poetic, which is I think the way I I write lyrics is pretty direct, uh, and this is something I do intentionally. I don't want to pose and come out as you know a modern age poet. This is something I don't really like and I'm not into it. So yeah, the lyrics are quite direct and quite straightforward. And I do believe they they fit nicely uh, with the music. And especially in Protopsycho, we first uh, composed the music and then the lyrics. So it's pretty much, you know, they were made to fit the songs, both uh, aesthetically, but also uh, musically. Uh, concerning um, the setup you have, uh, you had for the recording uh, the album, mm-hmm. Uh, how different was uh, compared to Superphonica and also the way you recorded uh, the album? Yeah, so the setup was actually uh, way simpler and way more raw than the than Superphonica. We had pretty much the same 
the same instruments except Stathis, the other guitar player who used a Gretsch uh, electromatic to to you know to emulate sounds of uh, of 60s and the 70s, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to his Fender Strat that he used uh, and his Gibson uh, Les Paul that he used in, in Superphonica. Uh, I myself kept my Rickenbacker, which was used to record Superphonica as well. We had different amps. I used the Fender uh, Twin to to record this album. Uh, Stathis maintained his Koch, but also it's nice that, that you point out the, the approach to the recording because we brainstormed a lot with our producer Andreas Trahonidis about how we should record and you know capture the feeling, the live feeling that we wanted to pass through. So we recorded actually uh, pretty much drum and bass. We recorded them live. The guys Andreas and Gosandinos performed together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had the guitars written together again. I, I recorded the guitars with Stathis. Uh, so we tried to keep, you know, this live feeling, but at the same time be uh, on tempo. Because if we were to record the whole thing live, then probably we would have compromised the, the sound quality, mm-hmm. uh, which is still nice, but it's something that we didn't want to do at, at this album at least. Parayotis, why don't you tell us where we can find the, the album? We have our Bandcamp page quite updated. Simply just go to Bandcamp, you type Arcadian Child, and you can go to our profile. We've got all of our albums there, there at least the ones that are not sold out, uh, because Superphonic is completely sold out, vinyl, CD, both of them. And also you can find the vinyl to our uh, record labels. We've got, I think there's some of the first album copies left in, of Afterglow in uh, Ripple Music. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can find uh, the, the vinyls in their website. And also, like I said before, uh, ProCycle can be found on Cosmic Artifacts uh, website. And I do think they work with some distributors as well. I think I found uh, ProCycle in Amazon as well. So, yeah, you can find them pretty much online. Sounds good. Google can help, I guess. No? Yeah. And also, <laughs> I would like to mention that uh, it's, it's important to us that people uh, hear us on Spotify as well. Although Spotify is not the most loved platform in, in the music scene, uh, it does help a lot, especially... Uh, for spreading out, huh? Yeah, it's spreading the word. And for up-and-coming bands like ourselves, it helps curators find us and see, I mean, uh, our audience, where do we have stronger presence? And we can, it, can, it can help us book gigs. Uh, how, how difficult was to release uh, the album in, uh, in fall 2020, which is, uh, uh, let's say... Uh, not the best uh, year maybe to release an album we thought about it a lot i won't lie there was you know we thought of postponing the release but then i saw all these fantastic artists you know releasing their music as planned taming pala did i the idols did all the witches did uh king Mm -hmm. buffalo did i mean all of those guys released some amazing uh, albums and then I thought, yeah, maybe we should go ahead with it as planned. Uh, try and support it as much as we can uh, with the means we have at hand, given you know the, the landscape we live in. And I don't regret it, to be honest, although we weren't able to tour with it, with the album, I think it went pretty well, uh, commercially, the album. Uh, we, sold, uh, we sold a lot of uh, you know, copies. And I think there is, you know, some people are expecting to, see, to watch us perform the album. And we are already, you know, in discussions with some venues and some festivals to to come uh, to cross uh, to Europe again, uh, probably in, in fall of 2021. Now, with mm-hmm. with a new album, yeah. I, I mean, actually, did you did you have to postpone, or I mean, when did you record the the, the album then? Yeah, we actually went in the studio during the first lockdown. 
So yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we did have the option of postponing. Uh, mm. We had the option of not recording it at all, to be honest. But yeah, I thought, like I said, we thought that we should uh, go ahead with it. I think it was a perfect choice because, uh, honestly, say there was. Uh, I mean, I you know when I posted on Radio Pigreco, I, I defined your album. I guess uh, together with our album is uh, albums is really one of the biggest surprise uh, of uh, 2020. Thanks a lot, man. Uh, oh, I mean, nothing to thank. Tell me as last, uh, what do you want to experiment uh, in your music as uh, Arcadian child? What, um, do you have uh, instruments, I'm, maybe mind or whatever? So uh, taking, you know, the first album, Afterglow, and the third album, Procycle, you can see quite a change. Yeah, quite a trip. I mean, we travel from the poppier side of Psych to the darker and heavier and, you know, uh, more uh, Anatolian, I, I can say, side of psychedelia. So, um, as you probably noticed, we like to experiment a lot. What I have to say is that all, in all three albums, we we played with the instruments that you can find, uh, find us play live. We did not use any other instruments, mm -hmm. which is something that we're probably going to do in the next album. We're going to use some traditional instruments, maybe some keys as well. And yeah, so we can to you know try and expand our sonic uh, wave uh, and see where that takes us. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. You're already working on your stuff. Actually, we started working on some you know premature material. Unfortunately, Cyprus is still in lockdown, so we had to uh, postpone the the rehearsals because Costantinos lives in another city. So traveling between cities became a bit of a hassle. But yeah, I mean, we have a lot of uh, a lot of things uh, in mind, and we look forward to actually, you know, getting back to the band together and perform uh, and practice as well, and of course, compose new material. Sounds absolutely good. Yeah, uh, man, Panayotis, I want to thank you for the for this interview, and of course, I invite the listeners and the viewers uh, to you know monetarily <laughs> support yeah. the band, uh, uh, Bandcamp. Uh, um, Cosmic Artifacts website, Amazon. Uh, I think in the Ripple Music is taking yeah. care of US um, uh, listeners, I guess. No, yeah. uh, even Spotify would do, man. Even Spotify would do the trick, yeah, for those that uh, um, they're not able to support. Yeah, plays uh, Proto Psycho in, uh, in a loop or something like that. Yeah, that will help. Uh, thank you again and I hopefully see you in, uh, in Berlin or in Sardinia, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Thanks a lot, Davide. You have a nice night and yeah, we'll meet soon, hopefully. Okay, take care, man. Ciao, bye. Ciao, 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 ciao.